Daniel chapter 7 and verse number 14. Let us stand. Then the king, he, when he heard these words, was so displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. He had labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and the Persians is that uh, no decree nor statute which is the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of the lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet. And when the signet of this Lord with the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went into his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den. Let us pray there. Father, we just thank you this morning. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, just touch us. We may be going through a dark place. We may be facing a dark time. But, Lord, we know that you are the God of day and you are the God of night. And I pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord, to apply and receive the words you need us to have. Lead us in all things. Direct our path. And, Father, we'll praise and glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. You, you know the story. I don't have to tell you that. You may be in a dark den this morning. You're wondering if you're ever going to get out of that dark, that Daniel got in. Did Daniel get out? We know the story. And he did that for Daniel. What did God did for Daniel, God will do for you this morning. We're going to look at Daniel's darkness. And it was once said that God's dark, deepest, God's de, uh, does his deepest works in our darkest hours. And I truly believe that. Can I say the darkness that Daniel is in is in a double portion of darkness. Not only is it dark at night, but Daniel is down in a den that's dark. He's in the dark of the lion's den. Oh, did I say that he was there with lions? Did I mention that? I forgot to mention that. It had to be unsettling for Daniel. It had to be unnerving for Daniel to, uh, to know that uh, he's down there with lions. But I think we can learn some things this morning from Daniel's experience in the darkness den of the lion's den. Amen? So I want to show you about four things this morning. We'll try to go home. First of all, I want to see the cause of this den. What happened to put Daniel in this place? What, what happened? What had to happen to put Daniel into the lion's den? Look at verse number 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because of the excellent spirit, spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the realm. 
Daniel's getting promoted. Daniel's not of the land. And he's being promoted all over them. Verse 4, then the presence and prince sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. They're conniving. But they couldn't find anything. Let me ask you that if somebody starts searching your life and your walk with God, could they find something that could bring charges against you this morning? <coughs> they couldn't find no occasion or fault. For as much he was faithful, neither was there any error of fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against Daniel except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. The reason Daniel was in the lion is not because Daniel was running around killing people, drinking and fornicating. It's not because of that. The reason why Daniel wound up in this Daniel, uh, lion's den is because he was faithful. Daniel didn't drink liquor. He didn't run from bar to bar. He ran around with all the women there. He did not forsook his prayer closet. He prayed three times a day. He is working faithfully for the man that's over him. He is serving God faithfully in the house of God. He's not bitter. He's not mad about the place he's in. He's not even in his home country. But he's not bitter or mad about it. Doing all that winds up. Everything he's doing winds up. In the lion's den. Listen to me. Daniel does not wind up in the lion's den because of something he has done wrong. He winds up in the darkness den because of something he done right. Just, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendigo. They said, we will not bow down to your music. We will not bow down to your God. We will not bow down to your statue. And they said, throw them in the furnace and burn them up. David was doing what was right. He was chased through the mountains, through the valleys for years by Saul. It wasn't because of something he'd done wrong, but it was because he was faithful. James got killed by Herod, not because of something he'd done wrong, because he was being faithful. Peter was in prison for doing something right. Paul was in jail, beaten, and he was going in the strikes there. He was beaten in the jail. I read where Christ was mocked, ridiculed, rejected, nailed to a cross, and because he did nothing wrong, but because he was doing something right. And I say it is a on its way here. Don't, don't, miss, don't, don't miss this. Yea, all that shall live godly shall, not maybe, shall be persecuted. You better put it down in your book right now. It is coming your way. It's coming my way. I can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's going to hit here. And what are you going to do in it? You see, you're sitting here in the middle of this dark den, lion's den, in the midst of this dark place that you may be in. It, may, it might be that you're there 
because you haven't done anything wrong. It may be that you're there because you're doing something right. We all have this anytime we go into a dark den, every time we go in a dark place in our life, we've got this God is punished me complex. He's punished me for this and that. And you're trying to figure out what did I do wrong in order to God to put me where I'm at. Maybe it's not you done anything wrong. Maybe it's you just being faithful. Now I know God used chastisement to get our attention. Don't get me wrong on that. He'll correct you. You see, we think we're living for God, serving Jesus, reading our Bibles, praying, handing out tracts, witnessing, trying to see people get saved, raising your children in a church, tithing. And because we're doing all those things, we think nothing should happen to us. Bible said in this world, this world, ye shall have tribulation. And if I stopped there, that would be a hard place to live at. But the Bible says you, if, if, you, uh, if you live in this world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome this world. I thank God for overcoming this world because He overcame it. I can overcome it. But that doesn't exclude me from going through some dark times in my life. It's going to happen. It just might be that God looked down and said, Ma'am, you're doing everything right. I think you can handle this. Sir, you, you're doing what, what everything the Bible says you to be. You're being a man that you're supposed to be. I think you can handle this. See, the most time when we'd sign up in the army of God, let, let me get this, get this, I want you to get this. This is where we lose a lot of Christian people. We, we sign up in the army of God. Did you not know we are in a battle? They say we're in a war. We're in a battle. We sign up in this war and in this army of God, and we think, well, since I'm in the army of God, I can go out on a battlefield and nobody's going to shoot at me. Oh boy. No, the military people in here, you take, you take it for sure. If you walked out on a battlefield, got in your foxhole, you say, well, I'm in my foxhole, I'm an American soldier, ain't nobody going to shoot me. You're wrong. In fact, you've got a target on your back. Chest, head, legs, and everything else. They're trying to kill you. And that's exactly what the devil is. He's trying to, to kill us. He's trying to get attacked us. But we don't know that the devil is attacking because we think we got everything under control. You know, we can serve God if everything is sunny. If everything's going right. But as soon as you go and get under attack, you start wondering, why is this happening to me? It happens because you're faithful. You're the shining, the gospel light in this world, and you'll let it shine. Paul said, we're trouble on every side. 
We're not perplexed. We're distressed, persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. You're, you're going to fight a battle. You're going to go through some dark times in life. Let me say this. Daniel had an option. Daniel had an option. I will tell you this. Compromising could have prevented Daniel going in the lion's den. You can compromise uh, with the devil and it will stop. It'll stop a lot of troubles. It won't stop at all. Well, look at verse number 6. Then the presidents and the princes that assembled together to the king and said thus unto the king, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents, no, that's a lie because Daniel wasn't there. He was a president, so that's a lie. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute that make firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for 30 days Say of thee, O king, he shall be cast in the den of lions. Now listen, they did not say, Daniel, you cannot pray. You don't read, Daniel cannot pray. They just said you can't pray to anyone other than king. We're not trying to keep you from praying, Daniel. We're not trying to keep you from being a Christian, Daniel. We're, trying, we're not trying to stop you to go to church, Daniel. We just want you to change a little bit. Mm, 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 mm. We're not saying you can't pray. Just not to the God of heaven. And only for 30 days. Now, this, this, this is where a lot of Christians compromise. <laughs> And I'm telling you from, from experience. When you start down that dark pathway, <laughs> two or three steps, you might have went, oh, wait a minute, bud. <laughs> Let's talk about this. I, I think I can make an arrangement. You said only 30 days. Well, I can go to my prayer closet. Nobody ever see. I can pull my shades. Nobody ever see me. See, that's what the devil is telling you here. Just, just compromise a little bit. Nobody's going to ever know. Don't, don't, don't go to church all the time. Don't, don't read your Bible all the time. Just compromise a little bit. You don't have to do everything just right. Just compromise. That's where a lot of Christians, when they hit a rough spot, when they hit a dark spot, the devil will whisper in their ears, hey, give up this just a little bit. I don't want to take you out of church. I don't want you to stop reading your Bible, but just stop for a little while. Stop just for a little while. Just, just, just let it slip on by. Just let it slip on watching the right programs. Just let it slip on listening to the right music. Just let it slip a little bit on your faithfulness. 
just a little slip. But that slippery slope has no end to it. It will not stop there. I'm telling you, it pays to be faithful. It's still right to be faithful. Whether anybody else does it, I still want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over few things. Be thou ruler over many things. Bible said it is a requirement, it is a requirement, it is a requirement that a man be found faithful. Can they say that about you this morning? God puts a high price on faithfulness. And the devil will try to rob you of it. He will try to get you to compromise on your faithfulness. You just got to make your mind up. Come hell or high water. It may mean I might wind up in a den of lions. It may mean that I may be standing in the dark. It may mean I may be standing all by myself all alone. But I will not compromise my faithfulness to God. Why? Because he never compromised his faithfulness to me. He's been faithful and true. His mercies are renewed every morning. Great is thou faithfulness. If he had never been compromised, his faithfulness to me. If he's never, how dare me to compromise faithfulness to him? You may not know why you're going through what you're going through this morning. Maybe it's just because you're being faithful. Now listen to this statement, and this hit me really hard too. The devil does not fight against things he is not threatened by. Maybe the devil is coming after you. Maybe you're going through what you're doing. Maybe because he looks down and says, hey, that family right there. They're going to church every time the door is open. They're reading the Bible, having family study. They're, they're tidy, doing all that thing. That right there, I've I got to do something. You're threatening the devil. Anytime a, a family gets together and do what God said to do, it because, the devil starts looking at it because he, you threaten him. He does not like to be threatened. God puts a high price on being faithful. Don't compromise your faithfulness this morning. Don't compromise, compromise it for anything in this world. Just stay faithful. We, we see the cause of the den, but also we see the consistency in the den. Verse number 16. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest, that's that word, continually, continually, <laughs> continually, he will deliver thee. Next morning, verse 20, 
And he came to the den. He cried unto the lamentable voice and Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continually able to deliver thee from the lions? Now, watch this. Daniel did not have to tell the king that I am continually serving the Lord of God. Daniel didn't tell him that, but the king started watching every movement of Daniel. He was observing Daniel in his life, in his prayers, in everything he'd done. He was consistent. He was a consistent servant to God. Is there anybody that can look back in your life and say, you know what, you're a consistent servant of God. You continually serve God. The problem with Christians today, they want to live like hell and run with the devil and come to church in the morning and call themselves Christians. I'm just saying, that's the problem we have today. Daniel lived his life so consistent that even a lost man said, you are continually serving God. You are a servant of the Most High God. Can they say that about you this morning? It's easy to be consistently faithful when everything's going right. When you have total freedom. You pray three times a day. When you have a high position, it's easy to be faithful and consistent. Then notice the king said to King Dan, uh, while Daniel was going down in the lion's den, you are continually serving of the Most High God. Daniel was consistent. Now he's walking to the lion's den. The king saw his life before the lion's den. Now Daniel is walking to the lion's den. But he sees him. Daniel's not backing up. He's consistent. He's consistent before the lion's den. He's consistent in the lion's den. And he's consistent after the lion's den. Daniel was saying he's worth serving before the lion's den. He's worth serving in the lion's den. He's worth serving after the lion's den. Amen. We, we need more Christians like Job today. In the midst of his darkness... And all that he went through, he said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Paul was in a storm. They didn't listen to him. He said, sirs, I believe God. I'm in a storm, but I believe God before the storm. I'll be glad, be glad, believe in God in the storm, and I'll believe in God after the storm. 
The lost world needs to see some people to stand up and say, hey, I believe in God before I got in this dark place, while I'm in this dark place, knowing that God's right here with me and God's going to bring me through, I'm going to believe in God there. The world needs to see this today. You may be in a dark den this morning. Your kids need to see your consistency in your dark den. They need to say, I know my mama's going through this. She's facing this. But yet she's still praying. She's still reading the Bible. She's driving down the road with Christian music on. She's waving her hands and crying and praising God. They need to see that. She keeps going to church. I like it when it's like that. When the lion's den, it's real. I'm continually serving the Lord. Not quitting. Not throwing in towel. But still serving God. God give us some consistency. Because I don't know what's coming tomorrow. I don't know what's coming tomorrow. Let me get to the point I wanted to get to. Try to rush through it real quick. <laughs> the calls and consistency. There, there's company in that den. You say, I know who was with Daniel the Lions. <laughs> there was somebody bigger than the Lions in that den. <laughs> Verse 21. Then Daniel, then said Daniel the king, O king, live forever. My God have sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth that they not hurt me. Daniel is not alone in that den. Who is with him? The same one that was with him in the darkness with you. You ask, which angel did he send? Michael or what did? No. You look up back to chapter, chapter 3 and verse 28. Chapter 3, verse 28. <laughs> I'm about ready to fall out. <laughs> Chapter 3, verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servant, and trust him. Do you see that? You see it? Back up to verse 25. What's the last four words of verse 25? Last four words of verse 25. The Son of God. That's who's in the lion's den with Daniel is the Son of God. And that, that if God is going to be in the uh, lion's den with Daniel, and when you go through your dark den, it's the Son of God. Oh, praise. God is going to be there with you. Why do you fear the darkness? Just dance a little while. You say, who will be with when I walk my valley? When I'm in my darkness, when my lion's den, the Son of God. The Son of God. The Lord Jesus Christ will walk in the darkness with us this morning. But there's a stipulation to that. A side note. An addendum. 
I like that word addendum. I mean, you read, all that you read up here, there's something down here that's going to change something up there. The addendum is, he will walk with you in the darkness if you belong to him. You got to be his. You 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 got to say, well he he he's, he loves all. I watched him, I watched the lady this, yesterday on a YouTube. I'm about ready to throw my tablet across the room when she start talking when she talked. She said, "There's many ways, many 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 ways to heaven. Just because you go that way doesn't mean everybody has to go that way. No, there's only one way. And there ain't many people in the darkness with me. There's only one in the darkness with me. And that's Jesus." He, he, he walked through, you, you say, how did he, you, he, how did he, how did he know what they're going through? Shadrach, Meshach, and Bendigo, then the fire and fires. How did they know? Well, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, Thou, my soul shall not stay in hell. Speaking of Jesus. That he went into the fiery furnace when he said, hey, buddies, I know what it's like to walk in fire. Come on, let's walk around in here a little bit. I know what it's like to walk in fire. Well, what about, what about Daniel's life? Did you know Daniel is a picture and a type of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament? Daniel, Daniel was promoted. He had an excellent spirit. He was faithful. Then Daniel was lied on. He was mistreated. Terrible trial. Thrown in underground. And he came back up. Jesus Christ. Promoted. He's on the right hand of God. He's, he, God says, This is my son in whom I well believed. He found favor of his father. He was faithful in all things of his father, but he was lied on, mistreated. They tried him unjustly, and he went down, and he came back up. He's alive this morning. You say, what does that got to do with me? That's all that old stuff. You serve a high priest which cannot be touched with the infirmities of our, feelings of our infirmities. That's why. You serve a high priest that knows where you're at. You serve a high priest that knows what you're going through. He is not a God that doesn't understand. Can I say this? Can I say it this way? If you're going into the lion's den, listen to me. If you're going into the lion's den, why don't you just bring your own lion with you? He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hey, man, why, why don't you say, hey, I don't mind going down in that lion's den. I've got a lion with me. Hey, boys down here, y'all look at this lion here. He's a whole lot bigger than you. And I can imagine they're walking down there and saying, Ooh, don't get around that one. That line will eat you up. That line, that line will mess you up. Don't, boy, don't go over there. Just stay right here. Just get over here in this corner and stay still. Look at that. Jesus in that line. Oh, man. If you got to go through a lion's den, just take the line with you. Amen. Do y'all believe that? Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Daniel walked in the lion's den. 
he took a line that was so bad that the lions didn't even want to mess with him. I imagine he probably said, hey, one of y'all come up here and let Daniel lay on you. You're the pillow. You're the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> That's how mine works. You're not alone in the dying's den. There is somebody there with you. Don't be afraid of the darkness. Don't compromise. You're in good hands with the line of Judah. Amen. After all that, I want to say this. Last point. Who gets the credit after the den? Daniel does not get the credit. Verse 25. Then King Darius wrote to unto all people, nations, tongues, languages, and dwelled in the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. Verse 26. I make a decree that every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble, and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God. Steadfast forever. And his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. And his dominion shall be even unto the end. Verse 27. He delivereth and rescueth. Speaking of the Lord. And he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who have delivered Daniel from the power of the lion. Daniel does not come out that day and say, Hey boys, look what I did. Hey, hey boys, I prayed myself through. Hey, hey boys, I'm a super Christian. They wouldn't mess with me. No, Daniel comes out of that dark place giving God all the credit. Amen. And not only does that, Daniel's life makes such an impact on this man. From what he made a decree of, I think he might have just got a little touch of Jesus on him. Amen. I, as far as Old Testament saved, I think that boy got saved. Amen. It's not all about Daniel. It's not all about all the other ones we've seen that came through their dark places. It's about God that brought them through their dark places. He came out that den, and that king says, there's something real about that God you serve. All these false gods we've been serving, we ain't seen them act on anything. But your God, <laughs> whoo, Daniel, <laughs> I got to get a hold of some of that. When this world sees the dark den that you go through. Now listen to me. Do you know what these dens normally do to people? You know what these dens normally do to people? Look at, look at verse 24. This is what happens normally when you go through a den without the Lion of Judah. 24, and the king commanded and brought those men which had accused Daniel and they cast them into the lion, den of lions. Not only them, <laughs> their children, their wives, and their lions had mastery of them and break all the bones in pieces to everything that came at the bottom of the den. Their wives and their families got messed up too. Do you know why most families get messed up and does not survive a dark den? They, they go in it like m most men in here. I didn't handle anything. Come on at me. Bring it on. I, I'm bad. I'm bad. 
I, I can handle it. Mm. Listen to me. We could clear out this place. Everybody be gone. Except you. We'll give you a knife. Bring a man-eating lion in here. And it won't be long. We have to get a cage to get the man-eating lion out of here. Because he'll destroy you. There ain't a man in here that can stand up to one lion. How are you going to stand up to a den of lions? See, that's the problem with us. We go into the darkness trying to fight on our own selves. And we're relying on our own selves. And God says, I'm in the middle of the darkness with you. You don't have to go by yourself. Why are you, why are you trying to fight something that I'll fight for you? Daniel knew that. Daniel understand I am a servant of the Most High God. I, I serve a God that's greater than anything. I serve a God that created the heavens and earth. I serve a God that created the lions. So if I serve a God like that, then I guarantee you my God will take care of me. Daniel went down in that lion's den with not one care. He knew exactly who was going with him and he knew exactly what he was going to do. But this world needs to see you go through your dark den and come out on the other side not saying what I did but what he has done for me. Now we've all been through some dark places. I think we ought to back up on some of them dark places and just go, Lord, thank you. You brought me through some heavy places, some dark places. And I just want to thank you. And see what it does when people see you go through those things and they know you're going through that stuff. It makes an impact in their life that gives you the chance to witness to them, to lead them to Jesus Christ. I said I'm done, but I ain't done yet. <laughs> the world needs to see God in you when you're going through a dark place. What the world does not see, do not need to see, is when you get in your dark place. <laughs> the world don't need to see that. You've had people come up to you, oh, bro, I've been going through this for months and months and months. Why? God keeps sending you through. Keeps sending you through. Keeps sending you through. What are you learning? I ain't learning anything. But learn that God's in there with you. And that's what the world needs to see, that God is in there with you. So when you go through a dark place, realize there are people watching you. That you can make an impact in their lives. You can get them to the Lord Jesus Christ, into the family of God. Amen. What an opportunity. You may be going through some illness today.